This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From gutters to the landscape, from replacement windows to a full basement remodel and everything in between, it's time for the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, big time Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome into the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We've got a full house today. It is the Emmons boys, for the most part, plus one. Bingo Emmons, Zach Emmons, Al Emmons, Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Boys, it's good to see you. Zach, how you been? I've been pretty, pretty good. Staying busy. Yeah, a couple, of things, couple of things to start the show. First of all, congratulations. Thank That's you. a cool jacket you're wearing, man. Thank you. It was a, it was a long, hard year, year of working on it, but uh, we got the championship in the racing deal. So, Zach is a uh, – talk about a little bit, if you can, what your personal life, your, what, what your passion is, other than working for Creative Construction Wisconsin. Well, he works for Creative Construction part-time. He's Part- been, yeah, been racing full-time <laughs> during the summer. <laughs> That's Bingo Emmons. It's going to be a fun show, I can tell you that. Yeah, I've been racing since 1994, and I started out racing um, when, when, when I was four. Yeah. And um, I've been doing it that's my whole life with my father. So Nicole, actually, that that works here. I mm-hmm. uh, used to babysit for you. Yes. And when I told her that um, that you had been coming in studio, and she said the first thing she said was, "Is he still racing? Does he still win all the time?" And I go, "Yeah." She goes, "He started racing when he was like this big, and he's won like all the time." And I said, "He's still winning." So congratulations on thank that. Thank you. Thank you. It was a great year. Yeah, yeah it was it was great. Second of all, well done last night. Thank you. Yeah, it was um, there's a lot of hard work and planning, but um, I flew my sister home home from Texas to surprise my parents and without I, and letting was, anybody know. Yeah, it was very hard. Yeah, Man. He, yeah, very he hard. got us good in it. Oh, yeah, his, he definitely got a lot of brownie points with his mother last night. Where is she? I thought she was coming in today. We we tried. And Zach and I, we both tried to get her to come on. Man, she likes me. She just won't come. I think she likes me. She does. I think she does. She, but she won't come in studio because she's afraid I'm going to put her on the radio. And, of course, we will. I, no. <laughs> I just have her sit on the couch and watch. Come on, Zach. Don't tell her that. We'd have to have that dump button ready, though. Oh, yeah. Because she'd be mad at me for putting her on the radio. Oh, yeah. She's Italian. Yeah, she is Italian. There's no doubt. Al, how you been? You look good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Good. I'm feeling good and feeling good about the family and their situation and and my grandson, and, and he didn't mention it. I bought him his first race car. Yeah, that's was, okay. We'll get it. Um, when you when he was what? Four and a half. That's awesome. And before he could race, you know, the, the rules were that you couldn't race at that time. You know, so. Thank, thank you, Bingo. We <laughs> had adjust Al's headset. Um, you do you go watch him? Do you go watch him race? Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, and then I, you know, went out on the track, and I would, you know, volunteer to be a corner worker just so that I could see him up close, you know, and, and then that helped us uh, for the racing also because then we, we could see what he was doing. Is that nerve wracking? It, kind of, it kind of gave us a little leg up, a little nerve wracking for you. You know that 
um, that's an interesting thing because um, as a parent, you think we should be nervous about him, and, and I never was. As soon as he started to race, all I did was, you know, what do we have to do to go faster, keep him up in front, <laughs> and, and that kind of thing. It never occurred to me that he might get in an accident or something might happen. Al, a couple months ago, I have three grandsons that live across the street from me, and Keegan, who is the oldest, um, is six, and he was in an indoor soccer game. And I had to leave. I, I get off the air here at noon, and my, my daughter Katie and son-in-law John were in Chicago, and I had to take him for his first indoor soccer game. And he's six. And we're standing down in the field by the glass, and the game started, and there were a lot of people to my right. And by the end of the game, everybody had like moved because his team lost 41-2 to two in the oh. indoor soccer. And I was going... <laughs> Hitting the glass going, are you going to play? Are you going to play? And my wife's like, what are you doing? I said, he's not playing hard. He's got to play hard. And I became that grandparent like that. And I couldn't believe it. But I took him home. I brought him in my room. And I said, look, I don't care if you guys win or lose. Doesn't bother me. But you're going to play hard. You're not going to stand and watch. If you're going to play, you better get out there and play hard. And he was like, had tears in his eyes. And my wife was so mad at me out for a little bit. Um, so it's pretty cool that you're involved in, in, in that. Hey, real quick, Bingo, um, Milwaukee Neary, pretty quiet right now, getting ready for that show in February. Yeah, we got the big spring show coming up in February. It's There's a lot of stuff going on with that. Um, it's just, you know, it's it's, it's at State Fair. Um, things are going. We're all getting, we're all, all the people are getting signed up. All the vendors are getting signed up. This is going to be a big show. This it's a huge not, show. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, uh, it's, this will be sold out. It's going to be a really big show. Yeah. Do you know your awards banquet's coming up in January? Yes. And uh, Michelle Brown had sent me an email wanting me to uh, MC it. You remember? Are, are you? No. Oh, I don't think on. so. No. Do you, you remember the first one? Yeah. 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 yeah we turned the heat up for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I sent her an email. I said, you don't understand. I've done this before. And people thought I was having a heart attack because I was sweating so bad because the <laughs> heater on the back of my neck was blowing at about 90. And she started laughing. And I said, look, if you need me, I will certainly help you. But if you can find somebody else, go to town. I think you should. No. I, you know what? I don't think so. It's like that racetrack where, you you know what, you went there once and it was bad. You didn't, you didn't do well, and now it's in your head a little bit. I had that well, back back when I was racing crowd rockets. Um, I had a track that I absolutely hated, and uh, but after a while, and now it's one of my, of my favorite tracks. Yeah, I see. You're trying. Good, good try, Zach. I'm not buying into that. Creative Construction, Wisconsin. Zach, you guys busy right now? Extremely busy. Really? It's been very, very good. We've been fortunate to have um, a lot of jobs scheduled and people that want to get their stuff done in between um, Thanksgiving and Christmas, which, you know, sometimes it's kind of a lull where people, they don't want their house torn up, but people, are they're, they're still pushing it. So it's been very good. Did um, Do you kind of, were you looking forward to maybe having a lull? Because you guys have been busy for a while now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's always nice to have under 55 hours a week sometimes. Um, <laughs> but, uh. Bingo's, what, why is Bingo laughing over there? <laughs> I was, yeah, but think about it. This is the first, think about it, Zach. This is the first Saturday you've been off in how long? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, but, um. Can I, can I yeah. tell you, can I tell you why that is? Why? Do you know what the reward for good work is? More work. More work. Uh, yeah. no, I was going to say my, making more my, money, but. <laughs> you know, but, but that, that is what happened. And I remember my, my son here says, you know, I can't remember ever having a day off. You know, and other people and other contractors, you know, they do. 
But we don't. We never have. And, and the reason for that is is that we just do good work. Do you know, my, my father was a bricklayer and a mason. He's been gone a long time. And my brother John, who's a comedian, tells us in, in one of his shows that my father, the worst word in the English language was lazy. And I'd be six years old, and he'd say, don't ever let him call you lazy. And I'd be like, what? You know, you get a paper out when you're 12, and you, and you start working at 14, and you work. And he, instel- he installed that in all of the McGivern kids. You know what? Whatever you do, work hard. Make sure you're working hard. And, and your son and grandson have gotten that from you. Yeah, my grandpa was a plaster. Yeah. You know, my father was a plaster. And our, our word was wait. If you say, I had to wait before, because I had to wait on account of, that, that, that didn't count. No, no, you don't wait. You, know, you figure out a way to get it done. You get it done. And, and do it now. Hey, Zach, this time of year, um, and, and so once 2017 kicks in, will, will you continue, do you think, to be as busy? Or in the wintertime, do you guys, for the most part, slow down? Um, we, we, we slow down in the wintertime because, because, because we can only work, um, inside unless the weather, you know, we have a spike and gets a decently right. warmer-ish day. But, um, yeah, I think we're, I, I know that we're, have a, a couple of big jobs scheduled throughout January and February, so, um, I don't expect any, any days off or downtime, really. Hey, Al, last time you were in, I probably told you the story, but, but your grandson and, and your son did some work for my wife and I in our house. And we, we were, we had no idea. We tried to, I tried to fix it a little bit on my own. It was, I obviously didn't have any idea what I was getting into. I love those kind of Yeah, I know you do. (laughs) I know you do because, man, it it was just bad. They came over and we were really nervous about it because it was just, the water had come in through, um, through the roof. We, we had the roof redone, but there was a bubble and it was a crack and it was, the ceiling was not in good shape in the kitchen. We wanted to redo the kitchen. We had to deal with that first. And before they got there, my wife, Terry, and I were like, look, this might be the only thing we can do right now. And then in the future, maybe we'll try to do this and that. Well, they came in, and your grandson was unbelievable. He came in, and he said, look, I, don't worry about it. Let me take care of this. I can do it this way, and this is how long it's going to take. This is the the process that you're going to go through. And step by step by step, it was exactly what he told us. And we could not be happier. I mean, I recommend, I do the commercials for Creative Construction Wisconsin. And I I do the commercials because I really believe in in your grandson and your son and the work that they do um, with that company. I recommend them as much as possible. So, you know what? Yeah, you should feel good about They've carried on that, your name really well. Thank are you still are you still doing work with them? Are you still going to jobs or anything? I was I was up on a on a chimney last year, and and uh, as you see, I'm using a walker now. I'm having problems with my balance, but it's it's very difficult not to. You know, when you like to do what you do. My my father used to say, "This is my son. He hasn't worked a day in his life. He gets up in the morning and he does what he likes to do all day long, and then." People pay him besides. You know, so are you surprised? Are you, you surprised? Not now, but maybe 15, 20 years ago, surprised that it's now gotten, and Zach's going to be running this company soon, that it just, creative construction has been around a while and, and, and it keeps, it's in the family blood. 
and it, and it keeps getting stronger and stronger. Um, any surprises that that is still going on? I, I, that 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 Bingo got involved with it. Now Zach's going to run the company. I mean, <laughs> what, you know, th- this is what these guys do and what they know. Yeah, but it's it's a part of family. It's a part of our daily life. It's a part of what happens. You know, like my father got up at five o'clock in the morning. I thought everybody's father did that. Um, you know, uh, Donald Trump was talking about uh, his father. He never went on vacation. Or he never did it because his father took him on the construction jobs. Right. So his father and asked what I did with with Zachary if we weren't racing. We, we you know, that it's it was a part of our life. We did it all the time. You know, my father didn't uh, have the patience, and and I never met my grandfather on my dad's side because he passed early. Um, but he didn't. None of the McGivern boys ever got into being a bricklayer or a mason or or any of that because he didn't have the. I don't think he had the patience to have us stick around. Ah, that's the key. Here's the key to it. My father didn't teach me how to plaster. My grandfather did. So grandpa's different. You know, my I didn't teach my son how to plaster. My my son plastered with my father. Yeah, that, that I think that's did. Do you think it's because maybe you you, sh- you have more patience with your grandkids? Of course. Yeah. Of course you do because you know you can you. Except, uh, 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 except uh, uh, when they're losing forty-one to two in soccer, <laughs> I didn't have much patience then. Al, and it then was not good. You 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 wish it was different, that's, right? That's all. But you know you don't love them any any less. And then the father seems to want more from a child and expects more. And I was so strict with my son Bingo, you know. But with Zach, you know, yeah, here's a car, go out on the track. <laughs> and, and yeah, let's let's see how fast yeah. we can go. Hey guys, I've got some questions uh, for you, Al. Uh, there's some things um, in Greendale um, that that you're doing that we're going to talk. Is it Love Thy Neighbor? Is that Love Thy Neighbor Foundation yeah. dot org? Yeah. We're, we're going to talk. It's Foundation dot org. Yes, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, Zach and and Bingo, I've got and Al, I've got some questions for you. Uh, we got some plaster questions and stucco questions because this is the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement show, show, not the Dr. Phil show, as we talk about all <laughs> all that stuff. I love that part about your company. I told you this last time we came in, Al. I, I, for some reason, I love family-owned companies that, that, that go from one generation to the next, and yours have been around a long time. And uh, I, I love that story, and I think people have to understand. If you have interest in, in working with Creative Construction of Wisconsin, let me give you a couple of ways. Phone number is 414-397-4072. 397-4072. Check them out on Facebook, uh, Creative Construction of Wisconsin. You can also go on, on their website. Website up and running, everything's good? Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, My sister, she worked with um our website people and whatever and, and um yeah and it's up and going now finally it's, excellent yeah it's, it's uh call creative construction.com call of creative construction.com that's where you want to go on the other side of the break we'll continue our conversation with uh al zach bingo emmons again creative construction of wisconsin this is the milwaukee Neary home improvement show on sports radio 105.7 fm the fan our finest gifts we bring Well, welcome back to the Milwaukee Neary Home Improvement Show. Yep. 
That's I'm, I'm picking the music today. <laughs> I'm going to pick it. Hopefully, I don't know about the Moss Show, but for sure for the high school basketball coaches show coming up from 10 to noon. And uh, I hope you like it. I normally get ripped on some of the music I pick, but you can't rip this one. Right, Craig? Well, David Bowie just passed away. You got to right. rest there in peace. Go. Rest in peace, brother. Hey, let's. Uh, we're also joined not only by the Emmons Boys Creative <laughs> Construction Wisconsin. We may talk to another guest that we have in, a friend of Al's, Floyd Easterman. Um, 40 years with the Public Museum, chief taxidermist and sculptor, and he's done a lot of work. Man, we were talking during the break, and uh, really talented man, grew up in Friendship, Wisconsin. But he's also in studio, and we may get get a chance to talk to him in that last segment. Um, guys, if, if we can, before we get to uh, some of the things you're doing, Al, um, if I can get a few of these questions in, yep. uh, Zach and Bingo and Al, uh, a couple of questions that people here had sent to me and then a couple that I that I came up with this morning when I was doing some research. Um, here's the first one. After plastering over a basement, how do you uh, stop the smooth coat finish from drying so rapidly? Um, also, if you notice a bubble or a blister while ap- applying the smooth coat, um, what is the best way to deal with those problems? So I think that the, the, what they're talking about is they're plastering uh, over a base coat and it and it dries so quickly. They're wondering if there's anything they can do about that. Um, what what's happening is that the, the concrete block is sucking all the moisture out of uh, out of the plaster. Um, but basically, what what I do is um, either have spray bottles like um the big uh, the pump sprayers. Okay. Or if um the hose spigot outside is um closed. Close enough, I'll I'll run a hose throughout the house and hopefully, and then um and just and, and mist the wall for a little bit. Okay. Just uh, to keep the moisture. And that'll keep it from drying so rapidly. Yeah, yeah, and just and slow it down. It's kind of like um how they put sprinklers on the freeways. Yeah. Over or the bridge passes, um it's the same theory. Yeah, and also uh when you talked about when the guys talk about uh, water blisters. Yep. That's what happens when you flood a wall. When you talk about when Zach's talking about misting, yeah. there's actually a skill to it. You have to mist it. You can't flood it. Water can't be running down. And when you flood a wall, then then when you plaster over it, you get what you call water blisters, and that's what what someone's referring to. So that's just you know, there's oh the wall's drying too fast, so they soak it. You soak it so much, guess what? Now you got trapped water. Yeah, yeah. You so just, you just—it's like a fine, fine mist. Hey, Chris, if you're if uh, if you're listening, I told you I'd get to that in second segment. If you have any questions for these guys, and again, you know, these are the guys you have to talk to if you have a problem with uh, plasters or or with stucco. Um, give them a call at four one four three nine seven four zero seven two Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Um, a couple other questions as far as plaster. How do you remove old paint from plaster walls? Um, usually, uh, Jake and I will just um, scrape it down. Just um, or just keep scraping, and whatever just comes off comes off. But what usually happens is that um, some of the plaster will will come off eventually too. But um, and it, and that's okay because you're there to to yeah. You'll patch it up and fix it. Yeah, yeah. Is that it, a difficult process? It's just um, scraping it so much, right? It's tedious. It's very very tedious. Al, you've done that a few times. Yeah, well, sometimes uh, it's just better to do the whole wall over. But it, you know, by the time you, the amount of time that you spend trying to take the paint off, it might be just easier to just to do it over again. Any, any bingo, Sam? Yeah, well, I noticed that Zach. Zach was just mentioning Jake, so that's why I kind of chuckled on myself. I mentioned, yeah, well, Jake and I will. No, Zach will have Jake. Take all the paint off the wall, oh, and it's a very <laughs> yeah, tedious process right. for it's Jake. A tedious oh, process. Yeah. Let's let, let someone else do that. Yeah, and but Jake does a good job. He does. He does a great job. Yeah, he does. 
Um, how do you skim coat plaster walls? Anybody? I, that one's new to me. Well, it's it's skim coated. It's basically it's just recoating a wall. We use up, you know, you know, I go through all the technical terms, but anyways, we basically weld a wall to a, a new wall to an old wall. We use a product. We you know you have to clean the wall with the TSP and all that stuff and get it cleaned. Then we put a, a binding agent. We call it plaster weld, and uh, we put a binding agent on it, and then we just plaster right over that, and it adheres. That makes the walls actually become one. If you see, Zach, if you see something or you're asked a question that you don't know, you go to you'll probably call Bingo. Yeah. And then Bingo, if you don't know it, you'll call L. Right. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've called my dad and I've called my grandpa on the job just because um they or they've seen um every kind of texture and, and they dealt with every problem that I have or could have in the future. Al, who do you call? And then it's, well, yeah, <laughs> I call my dad, and then but. Uh, and then that goes backwards because the, my father then was calling me because at, the, at one time there was like 72 new products that were invented in one year just for plastering, all the chemicals and all the things. And I happened to be around when they're calling it skim coat. I was here when skim coat was born. You know, I was here when uh, plaster weld, you know, weld creature, sure. those products. I was around. PDC was uh, Plastering Development Center in Chicago. The PDC people actually hired me to go down there and then and experiment with all of these chemicals because we weren't quite sure, you know, how they would work. And they call it skim coat because we use less plaster. We don't have to use as much plaster as you would on a brand new plaster wall. At that time, it used to be, you know, they'd put what they called one inch thing, and then they'd have one inches of plaster. If you're going to skim coat, you just put a very very little bit on there. Which gets back to that that other part that you were talking about about blistering or bubbling, right? Because now if you don't have as much a base coat, you don't have as much suction. So then they, you have the opposite problem, and you, and you can't have problems with blistering. A lot has changed in this industry since you know you started in it. Well, sure. You, you now I, about- my own projects, I don't do anything without calling a bingo to make sure that they don't have a new synthetic that I don't. And our products are changing all of the time. Man, you know, it's it, you guys are real consistent with, with the stuff that you like to use, though. Because we were talking during, during uh, um, the pre, pre-show meeting, and I talked about another question that we're gonna, I'm going to get to later. But they were talking about a certain kind of paint, and you guys chuckled and said, man, we'd never use that paint. Uh, I, you know, sometimes they come out with stuff. And um, I don't want to rip on uh, stucco industry, but you know, but, um, you know the EFIS stuff? Yeah. We repair it. When someone asked me, I wouldn't even do it anymore because— we know it fails. And so when they say, look, we just want you to repair it, you say. Yeah, that's what we'll, we'll repair it. But there's a lot of, uh, we, won't, we won't do a whole house with EFIS anymore. Uh, the whole the whole product, the whole system. You know, they do have hard code systems. They have systems that are better out there now. But the problem with that stuff is, is that it says right on the, right on the bucket, this product is only good for 30 years. And stucco lasts 125 years without even trying. Do you see that as well? You So you've learned. When somebody calls and says, "Look, I've got some cracks and I need this fixed," and you know it's it's that product, mm. do, when you talk to them, do you say, "Hey, look, I'll get the, we'll fix this," but understand, I'll be back in a year. Yeah, yeah, I um I I don't believe in it. <clears throat> um, I I don't think that um starter foam with a little eighth inch coating of some synthetic stuff is um is a decent exterior product because um you hit it with a baseball you and you and you literally you put a hole in it. However. However, 
that they, there's some products inside of the synthetics that are useful. What we found is that the UCAR 180 or the base of paint and the things that they were using in it, we use that all the time. So we use that in our conventional, what we would call conventional plastic, conventional stucco. We add that to it. The chopped fiberglass came from those products. So we're using them in our, our products now to make our products better. Eight years ago when you went down to that lab in Chicago, um, we, we, they were just they were testing to, to get better products, to get, to get prices down. What, what was the idea behind that, and are they still around? Well, it was it, it, like Stowe was the first one, and then uh, those, and then this is the product that they're talking about is about the EFA system. So I went down there to work okay, with them. Stowe people, you guys are great, fantastic. Because uh, before we get to we ripping on them all the time, right? Uh, EFIS was is the bad stuff. They've all came out with they've all come out with the, like my dad was talking about. I don't want to because because I know a lot of our manufacturers listen to this, <laughs> right? Okay, but I just want. Uh, they all come out with the, they come out with the heart what they call hard coat system. Okay, they went back. It's like anything. It's like when Zach was working at your house. You know he was plastering it the way your house was built. Right, right. That's what we do. Is it turns out the stuff that we've been doing for the last thousand years wasn't so bad. You know, you see those buildings up for you know thousands. Of, you know, go up and down Lake Drive. They're 150 years old. Right. It turns out those products are good. So what those systems are now, now what they're doing, what they're calling is they're calling it hard coat system. Basically, they're adding an acrylic to it. You know, the trap fiberglass. We don't, you know, we don't use horse hairs anymore. We use fiberglass, and then, um, but they going back to the hard coat system because we use those. We use a product all the time. You know, like you said, like you know, like the stole people, and, and um, we we use that stuff. But you can use it as long as you go through, as long as you do back to the old fashioned hard coat system. But what's interesting is not something new isn't always better. You know, you can't always improve on something. If it's if it's a really good product, and it's a good product, and and I. It's funny because we're always trying to upgrade and trying to make sure that this is a little bit better, a little bit faster, a little bit shinier, a little bit cheaper so that, you know, the, the consumer can can get a break on the price. But in in the long run, Al, at the end of the day, if you got to keep coming back to fix it, you're not the consumer's not getting a break. You know, if, if it's a good product and it's a great product. Let's leave it alone well, and use it. Yeah, but like back in the late seventies, early eighties, I mean, I lived by EFIS. I thought that was the stuff, great world. The problem, everything we did in eighties and nineties, uh, the finish coats and all that stuff, it's all anything with foam on it, it's all popping, popping off. Just like it says right on the label, this stuff will need to be replaced within thirty years. Yeah, they were. It says, you know, they said it on there, but we're like, oh, this is the greatest stuff around. Yeah, you know what it is. But it's like when you're talking about thin coat. Okay, why was thin coat actually invented? They brought that out to try to compete against drywall when drywall came out because the plasters union says, we're not touching that stuff. And that's why the plasters aren't involved, and that's why it's involved with the painters union, if you want to know the history of all that stuff. So, so what they do is, so what, what happens now is the people that can afford it, they want that plaster feel of their house. So what they do is that what they call thin coat. We go around, you know, they put up, they put up drywall, basically, it's a type of drywall, and we plaster over it, and it gives them the plaster feel and look. Because mm. uh, the reason why, because especially now, because we can't metalath houses anymore. Do you know why? Why? You can't use your cell phone in them. Ah. I'm serious. That's why that's why they, that's why people don't spec they, they don't want those metal metal metalath houses anymore. You know, somebody called me about a metal roof and I called somebody uh, a nary member and said, "Hey, what do you think of this?" And they said, "Metal roofs are great. Do they use the sh their cell phone much in their house?" And I said, "Yeah." He said, "I I would recommend against it, but that's just me." 
So, guys, we've got to get to a break running late. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. Al, Zach, and Bingo Emmons, all creative construction of Wisconsin. Uh, you can give them a call with any questions, 414-397-4072. This is the Milwaukee Neary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know? Danny Gokey, Milwaukee's own, met him once. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he does a good job, man. I look. He's not. He's going around different churches. He's been on Faith in His Own, another show that I do, and uh, he was in studio when he was with American Idol. It was great. He uh, liked this version of his. Hope uh, you like this one, Greg. I do. That a boy. We're not doing Beyonce, whatever the Beyonce one you wanted. We're not doing that. <laughs> I didn't say to do it. I just asked if you ever heard <laughs> no, it. No, but I'll go back and listen. Welcome back to the Milwaukee Neary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Bingo Emmons, Al, Zach Emmons, friend of uh, Alex Floyd Easterman is in uh, studio as well. Hey, Al, I want to talk this segment, if we can, about LoveThyNeighborFoundation.org. I'm reading a uh, little information that you brought in. I'm just going to read the mission statement, and I think this is awesome. The mission statement, again, for Love Thy Neighbor Foundation, from uh, to form community partnerships and relationships with both profit and nonprofit organizations that can assist in the goals of seniors and families that come to us for assistance. Um, we talk. We used to talk a lot about aging in place on this show, and we've gotten away from it a little bit. So, so I'm happy to be able to kind of bring it back up. Talk a little bit about this foundation and why it means so much to you. Well, the foundation uh, was founded because of uh, family incidents and uh, of our of our own, where we had uh, you know people in our family that then, as they got older, needed assistance and. And then in the olden days, there wasn't a question. What you did is you figured out a way to take care of grandma. You know, right. grandma moved in with one of the kids or the kids moved in with grandma and they took care of them. But now, and uh, what I'm going to talk about, Mike, is an extremely ambitious plan because I'm, I want to change the way people are thinking now about senior citizens and, and how they're treated because you can have a little bit of a disability and they think the first thing they think of is, well, let's find a nice home for you, right? And let's go. And and the facts are, I have facts from seventy six percent to ninety percent of the people really would rather stay in their own homes rather than be in a home. So, uh, and how can we provide the assistance to do that? So, as what I did is I is I started looking into it for my own family. Sure. And and I thought, well, you know, what can we do? And then I I found a way to keep the the two brothers uh, in their own home by having a little assistance in the morning and a little assistance in the afternoon, four hours from sure. somebody like uh, the bright star or you know yep. the visiting angels and that kind of thing. And then um, the Catholic charities people, uh, they would pick them up and then take them in and have, give them a day of like daycare and take them back. And it was and it was a lot less money than it would cost to be in a home, and that's that's what we want to do to educate people. That's what my program is going to be about, is to let people know that they don't have to leave. And then, if you don't mind, I want to go into this next part here because this was exciting to me. 
is that I started looking into it and, and making research and to find out how many services are available to people. And then just in this area, to you they're listening, people that are listening to me now, right. I found over 125 services that are already existing. I don't, I'm not going to make a service myself. What I'm going to do is uh, what we're doing is we're, going to, we're like an information center, and it's free. You know, if you call Love Thy Neighbor Foundation.org, not call them. I'm, the the number is 562 and, and then we have somebody that will, you know, we'll, we'll talk to you. We have advocates, and we can hook people up so that they can get more information about how many things that are already existing. And I'm saying that all of these things that, that, that have happened, they, there isn't a thing that you can't, that you can name that there isn't somebody that will provide uh, a service for to do you know, so that the person can stay in their own home. What's, what's nice, and if I'm getting this right, Al, so there's all these services and they're kind of scattered all over. And, and unless you try to sit down like you did and, and do the research and to find that there's 120 or 125 different services already available, what Love Thy Neighbor Foundation, what you guys are doing is when somebody calls and says, look, I you know what, I'm having, I'm redoing my bathroom and, or I need help in, in, uh, with grocery shopping or I need this, that you guys can then direct them and say, look, here's who you need to call and this is where you should go? Absolutely, yeah. Or they can go to this, uh, you know, not, not, not everybody can use, uh, uh, they are using websites, right. but, but somebody in the family can. And we have a website that uh, I just completed, it, you know. So we're in. We still have the new car smell to us, you know. There you we're, go. We're still, but but we're still building it. But we're about ninety nine percent done with having the services that are available. And this is a construction show, so I think, you know, today we're going to talk about, uh, you know, all of the the places that are already available that you well, can call and come in and then revamp your house because that's a part of it. LoveThyNeighborFoundation.org for, for more information. Yeah, and it's it just uh, for the Nary side of it, we actually have people that are contractors. Um, we're also one of them, too. They're called UDCP, Universal, Dine, uh, Universal Design Contractors. We're actually, and uh, Nary is really pushing this. Uh, there's more and more contractors. If you call up the Nary office, if you don't use a website, ask for those contractors. Yeah, Those are Universal Design Contractors, and they're, they're taught how to, Build a house like uh, me and my son were actually talking about that earlier today. It was like um, when you when you do a bathroom, right? They're putting plywood up on a wall, so so in twenty thirty years from now, you can put grab bars up, right? You're well, designing your kit, you're designing kitchens and bathrooms. They're designing them ahead of time with universal design ahead of uh, to do that. And it's like you know, like my dad was just talking about a lot of stuff is like a secret and stuff. And anyways, and you know, we don't we don't advertise what we do because we're all busy right now, but. Um, you, 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 when you hire an area contractor, if Universal, you know UDCP, when you see those initials on the back, that means they can handle, they can handle, um, you know, the stain and put stuff well, and all that stuff. When we are in, again, you and I and Zach were in the conference room, and I and I said, look, when we had our bathroom redone, um, uh, and Jason and those guys, JJ contractors, came over and and they said, look, do you want us to put a grab bar up in the in the shower that we're redoing? And I said, yeah, you know, let's let's go ahead and do that. And when I told that to Zach, and Zach was like, yeah, and here's a couple other ideas. And, and he threw off the, just the top of his head a couple ideas that, look, if, if you're ever redoing the bathroom, you should think about this and think about this, making sure the tile is underneath the vanity. So if you have a floating, if, as you get older, if you want to have a floating um, sink, 
The, the, mm-hmm. the underneath the, the floor is already done. And, yeah, that and, way you can get your wheelchair underneath there. Yeah, right. The same thing with kitchen sinks. Uh, we're doing that. All these, you know, and that's what we're doing is, you know, we try to educate contractors to start thinking about that in the future when you're, when you're designing a kitchen. There's a lot of contractors that are already doing it. Right. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying well, that they're not, but especially if you get the UDCP uh, uh, initials after their name, they do it automatically. I can tell you this with the, with the information that Al gave me, again, on lovethynaborfoundation.org. Phone number is 414-562-6666. There are, there is a list of on the right hand of, of the sheet that I have, a list of things that are available that I, look, I wouldn't have thought about some of this. And and again, the, if you guys are going to have this all at your fingertips to help people who either go on the website or call you, I think love that neighbor foundation is going to what a great idea. And 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 I think it's really cool. Al, that uh, that you believe so heavily about heavily about it and have such passion about it because it's doing really good work. Again, let me tell you the mission statement: form community partnerships and relationships with both profit and nonprofit organizations that can assist in the goals of seniors and their families uh, that come to them for assistance. Guys, let's get to a break. We'll continue our conversation on the other side of the break. Again, in studio with me. Al Bingo, Zach Emmons from Creative Construction of Wisconsin, and a friend of Al's, Floyd Easterman. 40 years he was with Milwaukee Public Museum. He was chief taxidermist and a sculptor for them. And according to these guys, did unbelievable work. So, Floyd, thank you for for that. This is the Milwaukee Area Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Sugarland, O Come O Come Emmanuel. One of my favorite, by the way. Merry Christmas, boys, from Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Got Al Zach and Bingo Emmons. You can give them a call at 414-397-4072. I know we've talked a lot of stuff other than than Creative Construction of Wisconsin, boys, but man, it's uh it's great to have Al in here and, and the passion he has for Love Thy neighborfoundation.org is uh is really strong how long you've been involved with them al we have i've been putting it together for well it was it's been a dream uh, for maybe the last five or six years uh, i was a music minister and i was i spent a lot of time in homes and uh, that kind of sparked me to it to, because the people that were in there would say you know would take me home or i'd like to go home and, and that kind of thing so that that's a part of it um, the other the other part of it is is just knowing once you get the education and you know that people can stay in their homes, it gets more exciting as I go along. You know, you were talking before about um, putting things in for handicapped people in the homes. Well, some of the, the things that are invented for the handicapped people, you may want now. You don't have to wait till right. later on. Yeah. You know, like the bar that they put in, in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, you put the bar in the bathroom, but, you know, now you use it to hang a towel. You know, and you got wet towels all the time, and you're right. always looking for some place to do that. So it's, it serves a, a multi-purpose. Hey, could could uh, Floyd? Could you come up real quick to the microphone? I just got a quick question for you, if you can. Um, yeah, if you just push to pull the microphone over to you, Floyd. That's good. Yeah, you don't need the headset. Don't worry about it. Hey, um, so you're retired from the Milwaukee Public Museum? That is correct. And you you worked there for forty years. 
for 40 years. And you guys, Bingo, you were telling me that you worked together with Floyd on a number of, of, of things. Can you can you tell me a couple of those, Bingo? Yeah, we did uh, the Rainforest together is where I first ran into Floyd. And that was back in the 80s. Man, they... they there's a couple of things too that Floyd that you've been involved with with the public museum that people would uh, people would know about, correct? So let's talk about a couple of things that you've done um, over your career at the public museum. That if people go to the museum, if they see it, they're gonna they, they're gonna know that you were part of that. Well, if they take a walk through the rainforest, for instance, they will see a. Uh, a giant anaconda snake on a riverbank okay. that is constricting a caiman, which is like a crocodile, and uh, preparing it for eating. And uh, that was a major project that took about six months just to prepare that particular exhibit. And then if you look at the giant ceiba tree and strangler figs, yep. uh, those trees, I brought together a group of volunteers to do the sculpting of these trees over an armature and then worked with a fiberglass company to make their reproductions. And then my job was to fit these uh, tree trunks around the supporting columns of the hall. Wow. So, Floyd, do you, you, do you miss going to the public museum every day? I, I still visit the museum and the staff. You do. And uh, I will meet with friends occasionally and people that I meet and take them on a walkabout. Hey, Floyd, thank you for, for all the work that you did for the Milwaukee Public Museum. I, I really appreciate it. And I didn't want you to leave the studio without me saying thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Yeah, was, I'll tell you one thing about Floyd. Uh, he's real particular in what he did. Well, we actually did the rainforest. I mean, we, we did the stucco work on... Uh, you know, the cement work on the waterfall. We helped build the waterfall. We built the whole foundation of that, and then we actually had to make a rock. In order to get the job, we had to make enough stucco. We made stucco look like the actual rock, and then when they had, you had it identified as the actual rock that was from there, and that's how we got the job. Hey, guys, thank you for coming in. Look, I we normally spend the entire hour talking about Creative Construction of Wisconsin because it's a company that I really, really love. Um, but the fact that we get Al to come in and talk about LoveThyNeighborFoundation.org I think is really important uh, to a lot of people that listen to the show. Merry Christmas, guys. It was good to see you. Al, it's always good to see you, Zach. Mike, Mike, you, have a good, Mike you have a good Christmas. Yeah, you bet. Bingo, thank you. Yeah, I mean, what would you get me? Um, it's out in the parking lot. <laughs> Just There's a key right there. This is the Milwaukee Neary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.